right, so welcome back to Shooting the Shit. And we talked about it. We're going to get guests in. And since the funny stories seem to be a, a hit with people, we're going to try this. Now, this is tough because we're at a show. So, you know, show days are tough, man. A lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But we're going to try to uh, knock out a few people today and uh, bring in some different guests and, and get some funny stories rolling. So we are here with Chet Lasser. Hey. The sex hawk. Ah. Exactly. <laughs> so, Chet, um, me and Kurt have discussed it Uh Numerous times we talked about some of the funny stories that we've seen, been through, involved in with wrestling over the years. Mm-hmm. So uh, give us a, give us a funny story of yours that you've been around and anything. Now, I don't care. You've been around what? How long you been in the business now? Uh, it's my fourth year. Fourth year. Yeah. So in four years, you've had to see some shit. Yeah, a little bit. Because I know we've yeah. seen a lot of shit. So uh-huh. I know you've seen it. So yeah. give us a funny story, man. I mean, you guys already talked about the Burger King match yeah. in Cleveland. Yeah, no, we did. That was um, That was a treat. <laughs> that was a treat for sure. Yeah. Definitely one for the record books. Um, Didn't have it our way that day. No. No. I think I beat Mark McKay that day. Uh, one one of, of your many matches with Mark McKay, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. we worked together like all summer that one year. Yeah, that's that true. It was fun. Um, no, let's talk about last week, that, that TCW <laughs> show in Akron. Yeah, um, that would be a combined story between me and Chet. Not so much just his funny story, but I was there too. And, um, well, <laughs> there was a guy by the name of Vanish. And he calls himself the Indian Nightmare. And I, of course, run on bouncer time. If you don't know me personally, then now you know that I run on bouncer time, which means I'm usually late. And so um, was I. Right. But you came from work, though. So that right. was different. I, didn't even I know text about the show you. Until right. I text you the yeah. day of and said, hey, want to come work a show at a Chinese restaurant? You were like, uh, would you be mad if I said no? I'm like, no, dude, I just put the offer out there. And you were like, fuck it, I'm coming. Give me the address. Yeah, it's wrestling at a Chinese restaurant. Like, at the very least, that's just a funny story. Now, wait, let that soak in. Wrestling. At a Chinese restaurant. Let it, let it soak in. There it is. And there we go. I think it should be mentioned that we were in Firestone Park in Akron, which is, um, it's not too glamorous around there. It's, no. Yeah, no, it's, it's really not. It's a rough neighborhood where it was. I don't know much of Akron, but I do know that that wasn't a good area. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we're at this show, and again, I'm running on bouncer time, so I get there, and I'm told that we're first match, and I'm like, oh, that's great, you know, and so we're going to put you in this four-way with a guy by the name of Vanish. Some weird kid and Chet. And I'm like, okay, Chet's on his way. Uh, so I have no worries there. So I find a corner. There's no chairs. I sit on my towel. I'm trying to get dressed. And here comes random guy, Vanish. He kneels down and gets like practically in my face. And no offense to, to this accent, but I'm trying to give you the, the whole feel of how this dude did this. And he kneels down, gets into my face and says, hello, I am a Mark. <laughs> and I'm like, I, okay, I, I can tell. And he goes, uh, uh, I have to ask you, are you related to the Taz? The Taz. And I'm like, um, no. I'm the not. Taz. I was like, oh you know, God. I get that a lot, but no, I'm not. And his next statement, he goes, uh, I'm not related to Ginger Mahal. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I wasn't really going to ask you that, nor did I think that you were. Or actually, if you were, I don't really give a fuck, to be honest with you. Oh, my God. So he proceeds to ask me, you know, what do you want to do for the match? And I said, look, dude, I want to get dressed. That's what I want to do. And, and I know that may sound like an asshole move, but come on, man. You just get there. Right. Let me get dressed, yeah, okay? Get bombarded immediately. I said, when Chet gets here, all four of us will go outside. We'll call the match, and we'll put it together. Together. Keyword, yeah. together. Yeah, we had right. time. Right. Like, I, I got there, what, like a half an hour before the show? It was fine. <laughs> yeah, we were good. So, long story short, um, he comes back over again about 10 minutes later. He goes, did you figure out what you wanted to do yet? I was like, is Chet here yet? And he says, no. And I said, okay. <laughs> then the answer is no. Again, all four of us will do this together. 
So we go and we call the match, and the other kid that was in the match, I, I don't remember his name, Co- Kodiak something. Mm, Murdoch. So Kodiak Murdoch, we're, so we're going to call him for now, because I don't know his whole name. Um, I think that's it. Listen, I don't ever profess to be the best worker. I don't have the body of the normal worker, per se, like the the... the WWE style of guy, you know, and stuff like that. So mm. please don't get me wrong when I say this, but you can look at certain people and you just know that they're not going to be good in the ring. Right. And I looked at this dude and I instantly knew that he was not going to be good in the ring. He, now, again, I'm not, not you can't always judge a book by its cover, okay? We, we got to describe it. This this cat was built oh. like like Andy Milanakis. <laughs> I, actual, I think the same height too. Height, like, yeah, yeah. Wow, was, height, weight. Probably like maybe five three. Only thing he that. didn't have was like the little nappy dreads, and I, right. I think you're on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Andy Milanakis, that's what we're gonna call him for now. Andy Milanakis. Kodiak right. Andy Milanakis. There you go. That's right. a, Murdoch. We're gonna throw in the Murdoch too. He's got a long ass name. Well, so so anyway, Vinish. right, Vinish the right. We'll get back to him because there's more with him. Oh God. So this kid walks up, and the first thing he says, he says, uh, "I just wanted to tell you guys," and I'm not making fun of the kid for this, but he says, "You know, when I take my hearing aids out, I'm deaf in the ring," and I was like, "Oh." Well, this is going to be a treat. He goes, I mean, you don't have to like scream at me, but just make sure that I know the spots. And I'm like, well, okay. We should probably call all the stuff. Right. Yeah. So we decided, uh, I don't, and again, KFM is pretty much dead in the wrestling world. So this we, was his first match too. Uh, he said he'd been working for two years. So if that, I, I, thought, I, that I, was, I thought he said this, that, that was his first match. Well, then in two years he had one match and we were it. So, Worth. you know what? There you go. Um, so long story short, again, KFM is pretty much dead in the business. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to, we're just going to tell you. We called the ending. We decided to do a breakdown style since there was four of us, and we pretty much called the beginning. We didn't have a lot of time once we all got together, and we finally said, all right, look, here's what we got. Here's what we're going to do, and uh, everybody on the same page. Mm. And Benish again speaks up and says, but I have a problem. I said, okay, what might that be? Well, I don't have anything in match except for the ending. I was like, hey, bro, I don't know how to burst your bubble, but... We don't call everything. Like, you piece in the rest, right. dude. We have an ending. We have a breakdown, which you're involved in mm-hmm. all of that. And you're involved in the beginning. Yes. How are you not in this match? He finally said, oh, okay. So, we go out and we do the match. It wasn't great. The beginning which, was good. The beginning was good. Yes, because we started out. Right. Um, after <laughs> they got in, it, it kind of got a little rough. Um, dude, yeah, oh, yeah, because he was supposed to come in for that double back elbow, and he just... Yeah. Pop his ass right yeah. in. Uh, okay, so this, <laughs> was, this, this was a dick move, but I was kind of at this point where I was getting, I was starting to get a little angry. A so little bit. we started out, me and Chet started out, we, we did the whole lockup deal. I took his arm, we're working arm a little bit. Uh, they bailed out in the beginning, so we decided, screw it. These guys want to bail out. We're, we're competing for a title shot. We're going to mm-hmm. go at it, man. Mm-hmm. So we lock up. I take his arm. Vinish comes flying in. We double close on his ass. He takes the bump. He powders out. Now, I told Andy Milanakis that his spot was this. Me and Chet are going to circle, lock up again. I'm going to take his arm again. You come in, we'll double back elbow you. Here's what happened. Finish takes the bump, rolls out of the ring. Dude immediately flies up in the ring, stands up, looks at me and Chet. I looked at him and goes, roll back out because you just fucked up your spot. <laughs> That's exactly what I said to him. He looks at me like a deer in the headlights and gets out of the ring slowly. Real slow. Me and Chet circle. We lock up. I take his arm. He then feeds back in. He takes the double back elbow. Um, from there, it oh was just, it, it was tough, man. Let me tell you, it was tough. Um, he whooped my ass, man. He went mania on me. Well, that was that was his WrestleMania, dude. He, like, he, I mean, he hit like eight finishers on me back to back to back. Wow. I'm like, all right. And oh. then I hit the blue thunder bomb. And this funny thing was, so I guess he had a bad shoulder. 
I don't know. I didn't ask him what. Yeah, he had it taped up and everything. So when I told him that I do the seated kick and I said, mm-hmm. I'll hit you like in the chest shoulder area, he goes, well, can you can you kick the other shoulder? I was like, well, wouldn't really look right if I was coming with my right foot and kicked across way body. across yeah. your body. I said, honestly, dude, it's not a, it's not a hard kick unless I kick Chet with it at colossal con. We'll uh, talk about that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, I told him, I said, it's not really a stiff kick or anything, dude. I said, you know, just uh, I'll make sure it's light on your shoulder. He goes, oh, okay, you know, that's cool. So when I snapmared him, he turned his body sideways and he fed me his face and the rest is history. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So after the match, um, and I shit you not, uh, Andy Andy Milanakis comes up and and I did. I pulled him aside after he put his hearing aids in again, not making fun of him, but I wanted to make sure you heard what I had to say. Uh, His woman was out there and I don't think she was very happy. Was that his woman or was that his mom? (laughs) Well, uh, are they from West Virginia? It could be both. I'm just saying, uh, it could be both. Um, anyway, mean, it's Alaska. Come, well, they're I mean, pretty far from Alaska, you know, West Virginia. Maybe I, I'm not really sure. Um, the backwoods of Alaska. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Wolf. So uh, he comes up, and I finally, I kind of gave him like a rundown of what he did wrong and stuff. And I wasn't mm-hmm. shitty with the kid. I was really no, you were nice to him, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's why I always say it's a blessing and a curse being a veteran sometimes. And mm-hmm. again, I don't. It's not sitting here professing that I'm the greatest worker of all time because I'm not. I'm my own worst critic. I'm going to dog myself before anybody else does. So trust me, if you want to do it, I do it to myself more than you ever could. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Anyway, I run down to the kid. What he did wrong? What he could do better? Uh, and I shit you not, after this whole five plus minute discussion, he looks me dead in my face and says, is there anything I could have done better in the match? At that point... I walked away. At that point, I pretty much bit my lip and said, all right, man, I'll talk to you later. And walked away because... Yeah. Again, you can't use it. You, you can't use the excuse you didn't hear me. Because you had your hearing aids in. It, you heard yeah, everything was, I said to you. Yeah, in one ear and out the other. It, was, if you didn't take the five-minute conversation that I tried to pull you aside and talk to you a little bit and give you a rundown, and you didn't get it, that's mm-hmm. sad. I'm sorry, but it is. He kind of did the same thing with Justin. With PJ. Yeah, which yeah. is sad. Because you know damn well that poor bastard had to go through a seminar with that kid. And I'm sure that was tough for him. It really yeah. had to have been. Um, Great guy, though. Yeah, super nice guy. It was yeah. funny. We, we uh, Justin Credible was also on the show. And, you know, and I'm not judging the guy because of what he's been through in life. But, you know, you heard past stories, drug abuse, mm-hmm. jail time. Mm-hmm. You kind of don't know what to expect. But he was one of the most politest, nicest, nicest down-to-earth guys that I've been around in a locker room. We probably talked, or me and him, and then you came, came in at the end. We probably yeah. talked for like 40 minutes. Yeah, nice guy. Bullshit. Ask about the match. You know, he's talking um, about Hogan and all them, or not Hogan, um, Click and all them. Yeah. Yeah. And to be completely honest with you, he was in a locker room full of not so good workers, and he knew it. But he never acted like that, though. No. He never once acted. He treated like that. everyone like, like, like yeah. an equal. Class and, and, act, and man. That's, yeah, and you don't Such get that, a good dude. You know? um, and I can't stress enough, seriously. He was yeah, a hell of a nice definitely. guy. Definitely. Um, so he had a match later on in the show, and um, you could tell that something was supposed to happen, but he was standing in the ring waiting for it. And we all knew, like, what is going on yeah, right some, now? Because the promoter was outside with his phone, like, ready to film. Right. Like, right. with the door open. Yeah. So but we're nothing like, okay, was going on. Somebody is going to make a run in. All right, sorry about that. Someone's dog was barking, so we had to take a brief little right. uh, pause. But yeah. So, so something was, was about to happen, and we yeah, knew it. It was right. very obvious, and he was just waiting for it. It was one of those slow motion, like he was waiting, 
and waiting and waiting, and all of a sudden a guy comes in, tries to slide into the ring, and hits his stomach first on the apron. Dude's <laughs> wear the loose door mask stuck. and he yeah. slips trying to get in the ring. <laughs> so, long story short, guy comes in, puts the uh, kendo stick to uh, Just Incredible, and takes the mask off. And it's James Ellsworth. Okay? James Ellsworth. Now, here's the thing the workers that were on that show marked out more than the crowd did. Crowd didn't give a shit. No. And it's, it's nothing against the guy, but they didn't they care. They didn't know, no. Was it a decent little surprise for the audience? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was there, of course. But it was the workers that, as soon as he walked downstairs, they ran down there taking pictures with him, mm-hmm. kissing his ass, and I'm like, are, are you guys... Again, man, I'm... And he just didn't seem listen, to care about anything that was going on. I'm he not was saying very, that, like, kind of low in the locker yeah, room. Yeah, I'm not saying that you can't take a picture with a name. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not saying that because you know what? Ultimately, we're all fans. Right. Okay. But there, there, there's a difference between being a fan mm-hmm. and a mark. Right. It's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a difference between being a worker and a mark. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you if you work on a uh, show with a name, I've done it before. I've got pictures of some of the guys I've worked with. You know, Me too. And, it, and it is what it is. It's a memory to look back on and say, "Hey, mm-hmm. man, I worked with so and so," or "I met this guy," and, right. and this and that. And, and it's a cool memory to have. Yeah. But these guys took it beyond. Uh, hey, I'm a fan of that. Oh my God, it's James Ellsworth. The, the one girl, I'm pretty sure. Oh my, she lost her mind. Man. Oh my God, it's James Ellsworth. Right? Like, freaking and, and out. I just want to tell you guys, she was on the show. And that's how she reacted. And, and again, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Wasn't that Murdoch's? No, that was uh, one of the random dudes who I, whose name I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she okay. was with that him, I think. But it was a treat. The show itself was a treat. Again, we just want to reiterate, it was at a Chinese restaurant. And there was death matches. Like, yeah, there, there, there was a, um, six feet away from there making food. Yeah. And there's people coming in, getting food. Like, Uber Eats is coming in and out. Yeah. Like, looking yeah. around, like, what the fuck is going on here? Right. Like, Man. hey, um, so what did you do today? Oh, I delivered some food and saw a guy get a staple uh, to his ball sack. Oh, fun. That's great. Mm-hmm. Cool was cute. my food anywhere near that? No, everything was good. It was no, it's over okay. 10 feet. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, you're fine. So it may have sprayed a little bit, but you know what? It's cool. Extra sauce, right? Right. Ooh, yeah. yeah, there you go. Ugh. Uh, before we end this real quick, and like I said, we're going to try to get a couple other people in today. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to throw out there? Um, anything you've seen that, that's made you laugh or it, it could be even uh, someone else's story. Anything. I mean, our spot at Colossal Con. Every time <laughs> I watch the video of that kick. <laughs> Listen, I felt so bad, dude. Oh my God. It so, was awesome. Let me brief this real quick. We're, we're doing Colossal Con, and for those of you who don't know what that is, that's a big anime uh, convention. Which and I've been anime, doing for video like, games, everything pretty yeah, much, right? Yeah, like a pop culture con, which, which I've been um, doing for like seven or eight years, yeah. so like all my friends go to that con right. and they see me wrestle. So Chet was, huge. was over as fuck on that show, yeah. and this was my first one, and they decided that they wanted me to do like a horror tape gimmick, so of course I went right to Michael Myers, which yeah. is my thing. Um, it's supposed to be a four-way. Uh, the one guy in the match was sick and decided he didn't want to do much. And the other guy we thought wasn't coming because, hell, we were about to go out mm-hmm. and he just showed that up. That was Remy, right? Yeah, yeah. Remy had just showed up. And then he came in and then we just called everything real quick. Yeah, and, and, and thank God that he did because we made it work. Oh, dude. Uh, Remy's so awesome. He is. Hell of a good dude. Um, but long story short, uh, we did the match and, and midway, not even midway through, a couple minutes into the match, I took the, the costume off saying that, you know, I'm a wrestler. I don't want to wear the costume bullshit. I came yeah. here to wrestle, you know. So me and Chad are doing our thing, and I give him the snap mare, and I go for the kick. <laughs> and man, let me tell you, <laughs> in front of all my friends, oh, all of them are like, "Oh, he's gonna, he's, he's gonna dodge it, he's gonna dodge it." I didn't dodge it, and mm. I didn't put my hand up, and mm. I ate his whole boot full speed. Just there was a sickening smack, 
and then ooh. Yeah, and then the <sighs> look on my face when I realized how hard I kicked him, <laughs> you can see it in the video. I was just like, well, oh shit, you know? And I remember going, I, right before I like, I went to, I gave him a pen at the point, and I looked over and I said, you okay? He goes, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew at oh, that point God. that I kicked the shit out of him and I really felt bad about it. So fun though. But no, that was, oh. I'll tell you what, man, that was a fun ass match. Oh, just despite um, not having really, a, really it was a three way instead of a four way. Yeah. For, for the most part, mm -hmm. it really was. Yeah. Um, so despite not having what we were supposed to originally have, the match came off really well. Yeah. Like one of my favorite matches. And it was cool because it was, the crowd was huge. And the crowd was into it. Yeah. Super We into kept it. them into that match the entire time. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. But it's been cool talking with you, man. Yeah, it's been I'm fun, sure man. it's going to be on the show. Thanks for having in, me. In the next four years, you're going to see even more crazy shit. Um, I'm hoping so. Because Chet was there the day that the um, Kenyans were in the trees that we talked yeah. about. Me and Kurt talked <laughs> yeah. about the Kenyans in the trees at oh, the uh, Burger King parking lot show. The so, yeah. Have It Your Way Arena. Yes, sir. <laughs> I think that's how Hank actually announced it, didn't he? He did. Okay. God if you don't Hank know who Hudson. Hank is, Hank Hudson is a ring announcer that's been in the business for, I think, well over 30 years. And. Uh, that guy knows his stuff. Oh, man, he's great. I, I've been around Hank. I, I first encountered Hank in 1993 when I went to my first indie show. It's the year after I was born, Bowser. Okay, Let, let's not go there. <laughs> let's not go there. But no, I encountered Hank my first indie show in 93. I went with my Uncle Bob and my cousin Jason, and it was a Preston Still show. Oh, okay, cool. Who ended up training me three years later in 96. Right. So um, I've been around Hank my entire career. And it's funny because Hank's one of those guys that comes to a show, and he's got a bag. And I'm talking, it's about it, as thick as a fucking encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. Full of anybody and everybody that he's ever worked with, and he's got their information. Yeah. And he don't play. So I, I got to tell you, this is funny when we're talking about Hank. I did a show uh, for Matt. No, I'm sorry. It was Preston Steele's show. I'm sorry. We did it at an army base. So it was closed off. Just mm -hmm. to, you know, just to the army base and their, and their families, basically. Right. So Hank was there for the, you know, doing the ring announcing, but he had someone else book the show. Uh, a guy by the name of Scott Prodigy. Okay. So Scott Prodigy had given Hank a sheet of paper that had everybody's information on it. So Hank comes up to me, and Hank's a real nervousy type of guy. Mm -hmm. That's not really a word, but it is now. Um, and Hank's like looking at the paper. He's looking at me. He's looking at the paper. He's looking at me. And he goes, uh, 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 um, "Is this correct?" And I, I said, "What's that, Hank?" He goes, "This information that I was handed is this is this your correct information that I have? Because I have this over here." Now look at the paper, and I said, "Yeah, heck no, that, that's that's good. This is recent because I've been working with these guys recently." Right. And he was like, oh, "Okay," he was like confused as shit. Like you don't fuck with Hank's stuff, man. He's got his own information. You don't fuck with Hank. He's got his own stuff. See, and it sucks because like every time I, I work with Hank, it's like six or seven months later, my gimmick changes. Right. So like I have to give you a new weight, yeah, a new right? city, and a new right. moniker. And exactly. Like, okay. 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 No, Hank's, but Hank's a he's class a act, though, man. Oh, he really is. Yeah. Tuxedo uh, at every show, no matter where yes. it is. He's got Even his at Burger King. Tux. Yes. You give, you give Hank his pizza and his Mountain Dew, he's a happy guy. Yeah. That's all he asked for. Yeah. That's it. Great guy. Again, man, good having you on with us. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna, you know we're going to do this again. Oh, of course. Because the funny stories, like I said, are a hit with everybody. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully, if we have time, we're going to get some more people in and knock out some more stories. So I'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah, we'll see you soon. All right, we're back, and we brought another new guest in with us, and he's going to give us a funny story. So we're sitting here with Cage. What's going on, guys? All right, man, this is what we're doing. We're talking funny stories. Uh, we just had Chet with us, and he was. we were talking about the show we did in Akron. So you've been around the business for how long now? Oof. If I want to go total, 
Not much, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> not much. Um, I uh, I'm privileged, and I want to say the first time I stepped in a training ring was 2002. Okay, so you had to have seen some shit along the way, some funny shit. Something. I have the privilege up here to have. Been, I'm being from the south, so I've seen oh, uh, I've seen the best of the best. I think in the business, and uh, the best one only because I can I can say my buddies' names, and they're cool, right? You guys yeah, are cool. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. All right. Um, it was myself, Kid Riot, uh, Eric Bradford, I think was going by Bradford Steel at the time. Okay. And uh, our trainer, Susan Green, was with us. And uh, she's got her GPS on when they were still coming out. This is like 2000, 2011, 2012. Right. And uh, we didn't know anything about this. Out of nowhere, we're going down these backwoods to a civic center. Oh, boy. And uh, the backwoods will get you every time, man. Yeah, in uh, Podunk, South Carolina, somewhere. Um, so we're excited because Civic Center, you know, you're right, like, oh, yeah. and they're like, just be a ton of people. So, All right, great. And uh, I mean, it was getting blowed up, so we're happy. We're happy. We're still kind of froshy with Susan. And uh, at one point, her GPS makes a noise, and uh, <laughs> we all get quiet in the car. And she just starts laughing. She's like, that's when you know you're speeding. Oh, and sure. uh, couldn't speed through these towns. And we laughed until we saw uh, three of those old school PFW oh, cop geez. cars, uh, so Roscoe so sitting behind the wheels of each one. In other words, you, you, it was kind of like the town. It was like Volcanvania from Nothing But yes, Trouble. Yes, that's <laughs> exactly. Like, okay, John Candy right, would have yeah, got out exactly. and uh, smacked And you guys got to go see the judge. And then you're screwed. Because yeah, no. then you got to ride the road coaster. Right. Exactly. Um, but Tupac would sing for us. It, well, great. yeah. <laughs> Him and Humpty. I mean, come on. You can't go wrong there, um, man. We uh, we slow down. It's 25 this whole way. So our oh, route automatically went an extra half hour. So we're showing up at the Civic Center. We're, we're looking for it. We're looking for it. There's building and building. Um, most were closed. <laughs> of course. Um, more and more Vulcanvania. Oh, man. And... Uh, I mean, it was like sweet stores, though. Like, I swear it'd be a closed liquor store next to a closed gun store. Oh, yeah. And then you get the Dairy Mart, which is yeah, still so open. Basically, so. you go over and get yourself a, a, a pint of something and then go over and buy a gun. Yeah. That yeah. is always good. And yeah, there was no, uh, they didn't have like real gas stations. They had like right. fills. Oh, jeez. Or, yeah, 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 like there was no BP or something like that. <laughs> it's just like when me and Kurt talked about our story about Amherst. Man, uh, let me tell you about that. And, uh, well, we get to the, we, find out where the Civic Center is, and they're like, oh, it's two blocks that way. And I'm like, all right, cool. We pull up. It's a warehouse. Oh. Uh, that says Civic Center on a hand-painted sign outside. Oh. Um, we go in. It's an open warehouse. There's no nowhere to change at, oh, nowhere to go. No, geez. there's one bathroom, and it has to be for the customers. Um, so we... Mm. We get to work setting up where they're like first ones there. They're trying. There's not even heat in the building oh, at the time, so man. it's South Carolina, but it's South Carolina January, so yeah. it's still like 40 degrees. Right. Yeah. And exactly. uh, we hang a. We find a tarp. And somebody's bright idea. Let's cut the corner of the room off. And that's where we're all changed. Well, the tarp wasn't as big as we thought. Oh no. So it was. So you've seen some ass and balls. So I have a two-year-old, oh. and this tarp could have covered her room. Oh wow. And that was about it. Um, and, and I'm sure you have experienced this, too. We, we've changed in some interesting places. Uh, U-Haul trucks? Yeah. Outside in the grass? Yeah. Um, garage, some, some randoms garage. We went to, uh, we had talked about this story, too, me and Kurt. Uh, we went to a, uh, we were at a venue where there was a bar, and they sent us two blocks down the street to a hotel to change. Mm. But we ended up changing in the hallway because there was no room in either room. So Shower yeah. after the show? 
No, no. Uh, <laughs> we, we left, man. We had to go. It was bad. Um, best part of this is we're setting up. I mean, it's it's real give and take on this point. And throughout it, Susan starts laughing. Um, and then another one of the guys, I think it was Eric, starts laughing. And uh, another one or two guys show up. And it finally comes around my way. We had a guy with us who was coming to the show named Big Hoss. Oh. And Big Hoss down south, this is a super duper heavyweight. Like, he makes Mark Henry look small. Ooh. And uh, he was coming to the show. This guy was three times our size. And there's already a locker room, air quote, air quote, uh, to the side here. With a and very small tarp. The best part is we start laughing because everybody loves Hoss. Right. And he's going to hear this maybe and smack me one time. Most lovable guy on the planet. Period. Farts like no one else I've ever met in my life. <laughs> he Man, he we, could have a whole, he could have, a, he could bring back a MySpace page to just his farts. Wow. Yeah, and he he got a title for him. There's bonus. There's wet surprise. That's <laughs> and, surprise. Yeah, you don't want to uh, don't mess with the yeah. surprise, man. So that's all this crowd probably heard throughout the whole show. Those wow. guys in the back, like you'd hear a, you, I mean, spots are quiet, everything's nice, and you'd hear a. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole show. That's three and a half hours. Man, I was trying not to lose it. <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, me and Bill Rose had a match, and he gave me his centaur. And, and, you know, so you're on the mat, you're looking up and, you know, you know, the spot's coming. And, uh, I look up and I swear Bill Rose was 27 feet in the air. <laughs> and, you know, a senton, you run, you hit, it's quick, right? Not that day. I swear he was, again, 27 feet in the air. And I swear to you, it took him 10 minutes to come down. <laughs> it means he, you can prepare, you can have a sandwich right. real quick, drink a and bang. And when he did... <laughs> He came down all of himself on me. I was like, oh, God, Bill. He was like, sorry, dude. And I was like, I'm so surprised I did not, like, fucking just, like, explode. Because, like, dude, it took him 10 minutes. I was like, damn, dude, like, is he coming? Like, There's more than one way on? to leave your mark on this business. Well, and and I, I almost did. Let me tell you. I almost did. I almost signed the canvas. Let me just put it that way. It means you always know your spot. <laughs> well, yeah. That's mine right there. See that? That's this they is, could never get that out. That's mine right there. there. <laughs> nah, it was hilarious, man. Um, that's the thing, man. You know, when you're around, I don't care if it's, God, what, a year as opposed to being around for 20 plus. You see so much funny shit, man. Well, you like, can't. That's the bonus of being, what, I mean, doing what we do. It's it's fun. It like, if you take the fun out of it. Right. It's very sour. And very sour I, business. And it, actually, it's like a it's like a virus. That yeah. negativity will spread to the other guys. And you don't no, want that true. in your locker no, room. No. But we're, we're, we, I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're a frosh and you're like 17, 16, yeah. or if you've been around almost 40 ish. Almost. But we're giant children. We're like playing in our yes. pajamas in yes. front of people, and it's awesome. And yeah. that's the thing, man. You touched on it. Uh, I think a lot of people forget that. I, I was always told this, and I've always lived by this, and I tell other people this, and whether they agree with it or not, or whether people listening agree with it or not, uh, wrestling's supposed to be fun. It's fun. When it stops being fun, that's when you probably shouldn't do it anymore. No. And I've always lived by that. Yeah, if know? it's, if you don't want to be that guy who pulls in the parking lot and takes a breath. I'm yeah, like I like you pull in, <sighs> I don't even want to be here. And I'm not saying guys, there. I'm not saying there aren't guys that make it bad. Like yeah. if you have a, you might have a sour match. 
Right. You might have a quiet house. Uh, and then uh, and let's, let's be there. honest. I, I'm not going to say every locker room, but the majority of locker rooms, and again, this isn't a knock on anybody per se, uh, you will have, as they like to use the term, a cancer in the locker room. Yeah. Um, those are the people that, I've said this before, so I, and I'll continue to say it. You walk in, you shake and say hello, you shake and you say goodbye. You don't have to associate with that person unless you're doing business in the ring with them. The be- Yeah, exactly. You know? The... Uh, the more fun you have in front of the people, yeah, it, 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 they love it. You know, right. you they can they can tell. You know, I mean, it's yeah. it's a difference between getting told what to do, yeah, and just doing it. Yeah, and 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 don't be afraid to make an ass out of yourself. No, no, I no. was that guy that I didn't get comedy wrestling at first. There's a reason you wanted to be a wrestler. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. No, you're right. Like I don't care if it was something doink coming out for the first time. Yeah. You know, that is... And, and what? <laughs> I, I didn't get the whole comedy aspect of it at first, but then when you did it and you got the reaction from it, it was like, you know what? This is actually fucking fun, man. Like, let's continue to do it. You know? I miss the days of kayfabe. Like, when it was outside the business. Yeah. When you walked outside no, you're and you right. had yeah. to, You were gimmicked up. <laughs> I, I, I literally just talked with, with Chet. We just talked about how kayfabe is dead. Maybe, maybe Kurt have said it before, too. She was me, a nice me, lady. Kevin have said it. You know, but she was. Okay, <laughs> babe, she was a hell of a person. Um, but no, like, there was a show me and Kurt did years ago, and uh, they decided to do a dance-off during the match. And there was, I want to say, like, four teams in this match. And uh, me and Kurt decided to do the kid and play dance. And we were heels, and the crowd popped like crazy. And we realized that this comedy shit is gold, man. Yeah. And I, again, he was cool with it, but I didn't get it. Then I started to, and I was like, well, "Fuck it, let's do it." Don't, especially if you're a heel, don't be afraid to make an ass out of yourself. Yeah, because if you look, if you make yourself look even dumber, yeah, that that puts them over better, and, and the crowd eats it up. Yeah, and they then when love that, then say the fateful day comes where you can shine again. Right, they yeah. remember that like ah, funny guy. And, and, <laughs> and when I say this, no offense to anyone, when I say, but you know, the classic gay spot in a match. Oh, so when you who didn't love Chuck and Billy, man, Billy and no, but but when you take a spot <laughs> where you fall into the guy's crotch, oh, or yeah. when you fall and the guy falls on all fours and you fall behind oh, the dumpster, him, yeah. the crowd will eat that shit up. And anytime you're a heel, I'm not saying overdo it, but anytime you're a heel, don't be afraid to do spots like that oh. because they're hilarious, man. And the crowd will they'll eat them up. Yeah, it's like I said, it's about them. Yeah, you know, it's not about us. We can nope. if you come in with that attitude, like I got four moves. Right. So we're going to go out there and do. Exactly. And then you leave. Like, you might not care because you're getting paid either way. Right. But dude just went again. Like, you don't know. Maybe he's been looking forward to this. I mean, you just ruined his night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And some people, you know, they don't think like that. So, sadly enough, uh, that's how it goes. Uh, it's like you can't go to Ponderosa and not be excited for the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> that's... I mean, yeah. So I'm no, saying, right. you know, if you go right. and you're that guy who doesn't put the chicken wings and the taco meat and the two different sides of biscuits on there, well, you're not that, the fun guy. That, the fact that they give you a plate that's no bigger than like a don't matter. Quarter, you know, so. you can fit on that <laughs> thing. Look at me. That's true. <laughs> hey, um, it's been good to have you with us, man. Um, sure, we'll do it again. Like I told Chet, because uh, like I said, the funny stories have been a hit. So again, I'm hoping, and I said this with Chet too, but I'm hoping to get some more people on. Uh, again, it is show day, so it's kind of tough, but. Get some more people, uh, share some more funny stories, and yes. uh, we'll be back. Bye. <laughs> All right. As promised, we're back. We got another guest with us. We're sitting here, not with the man of the hour, but the mustache of the hour, Mr. Bill Rose. Bill, what's going on, man? 
Uh, man, we're just here ready to do it. It's show day, so we're going to get yeah, to knock out some Yeah, that's what I said, man. We're trying to knock out some funny stories, trying to gather some people up real quick. Again, it's hard to do on the show day, but we got a few. We had Chet. We had Cage. Now we're sitting here with Bill Rose. Um, subject is, man, we're talking funny stories in wrestling. They seem to be a hit, so give us a funny story. Well, so funny stories, it, uh, one kind of ties into the other. So uh, I, I'm sure you'll, in your many years, you, you've you've got a lot of memories here. Now you may. Did, did you hear how you said in your many years? Like he stressed <laughs> many years. So, Turned into police academy many, many. One of the the first matches I've worked in, and I think of this because you you recently shared a picture of, of another yeah. battle royal that we did. But yeah. I did for a Halloween show. For anyone that doesn't know, all the promotions generally in the area, uh, Halloween time they do like a, a costume battle royal or some sort of theme where you dress up as like wrestlers from the past and it's a lot of us like our favorite shows because you get to put you know some some work into that type of stuff exactly. i know you as, as a big fan of halloween you always oh yeah are passionate about that stuff one but of my favorites man the first one i did when i was still refing and training with you before i actually had my first match match you know as, as a as a worker um i uh, i got some green tights and i grew out uh my first version of the mustache yes. 1.0 not um, as luxurious uh, uh, i can't even say the word not as good as what he's got going right now, though. No, but it was uh, it was uh, it was the Jake the Snake style mustache. Yes. So I did Jake the Snake for Halloween, um, and in the area, Jake has prior to that had some interesting stories of his own and some encounters and run-ins. And Nor Rose did not pull his ass nor his dick out. No, they, they all much. stayed in place. Yes, um, but this was one of my first times actually wrestling. Uh, I was still tagging or still refereeing at uh, Mega Championship Wrestling at the time where we were doing this, um, and of course. Bouncer has to, to tell JT Lightning that uh, I'm doing Jake the Snake as a shoot on him because Jake was, was involved in one yes. of those infamous yes. matches with JT. Yes. So JT is pissed. Bouncer, oh, he was talking. Bouncer told him I was talking shit the whole way there. He, you told him that I, that, I, that I was just running my mouth the whole way. And this, I forgot about this until you brought it. Oh, man. He got so serious. He was like, I'll come in that ring and I'll, I'll, I'll do Ric Flair for the battle royal. I'll just chop you one side and the other. You, you, you Come on, tough guy. You, th- you think you got some shit? Come on. You said you better get your boy. Like, I didn't do any of this. This is in the meeting before the show even starts. This reminds me of the time that uh, Gulchik, uh, Max Alexander, Max Street Boy, whatever he's going by at the time right now, um, he and uh, Bill Hyatt had a match, I believe. It was, it was those two against JT and uh, I want to say Chris Cronus. So we're talking a while back, ago. Yeah, we're talking way back. Mm-hmm. And uh, we fucked with Matt the whole way up to the show. And we just said, hey, man, you know, JT, you're going to watch. He's going to fuck you up, dude. <laughs> and Matt, we had Matt so fucking shook. And uh, he goes out and he does the match. And we're watching. And uh, it's not that he did bad. He was nervous. And, and Matt's kind of guy to let you show his nerve. You know, he shows his nerves to you. You can see it. And uh, he was in there. And JT picked him up for a slam. And he just fucking just, like, didn't jump at all. <laughs> and, like, you know, he was screwing up left and right. And JT looks over at me and goes, this is your boy. <laughs> dude, I start fucking <laughs> laughing, right? So Matt finally tells me, he's like, these motherfuckers had me so scared to work with you. And, I, and that's why I fucked up. And I'm so sorry. Dude. It was so fucking funny, man. I think still to this day, he hates me for that. But I it think was fucking damn hilarious. near everybody has a story like that with JT man. where somebody oh, set them up. And dude, he was great. Seriously, that's one person that I, I truly miss, man. Yeah. A lot. For sure. Yeah. And so the Jake thing kind of ties into to another because uh, obviously I, I had done that, so I, I had you know some pictures from the Battle Royal. I went to a show with uh, with Necro Butcher and, and Jay. We went out to uh, to Jersey for okay, um, yeah. what was it? Uh, 
it was WrestleMania weekend, like 2013. Um, but, but so uh, Jake was there, like doing a meet and greet oh, thing. Geez. And he, so he cuts the line and just goes ahead of everybody to, to go to the pisser. And he is at the front of the line. I'm like, well, shit, I'm, how many times am I going to be in the room with Jake the Snake <laughs> right. with a picture of me dressed as Jake the Snake? Right. So I'm like, hey, I did this as you, you know, a few years ago as, as a, a Halloween thing. And he looks at it. He looks at me, looks at the phone, looks, looks nothing like me, brother. Slaps me on the back and walks out of the room. I'm like, motherfucker, I look more like you than you did at the time. Now, mind you, this dude didn't wash his hands, neither. He just walks oh, out and starts shaking so everybody's you, hands. You got the snake then. Yeah, oh, right, right on my back. back. Right mm-hmm. on your back. Mm. But you got some of the venom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. Got some of the Jake the Snake venom. Man, that's fucking... <laughs> like, dude, here's the thing. You knew... We, I, I, I can vouch for this because I've seen both times that, that Bill has done this, and he did. He looked dead like Jake the Snake. So, like, he crushed all your dreams. Yeah. Like, you walked in there thinking, I'm going to show this dude his picture. He's like, I think that's the coolest thing ever. He was like, yeah, fuck you. Right. Never like me, dude. <laughs> like, he was mad as hell. Bro. And then put his unwashed dick hand yep. on your back. Right up on the back. Like, there you go. <laughs> so that same road trip, man. So we we, we went out to Jersey with, uh, with Necro Butcher. And so we stop at like a Sheets in West Virginia, kind of along your, your previous episode of Road Stories. Oh, yeah. So we, he's like, oh, we got to get supplies. This dude walks in and he buys an individual single like twin pack of like a salami and cheese and a case of beer. So for the entire drive to New Jersey, all he planned to eat was just this one little piece of salami and cheese, but 24 beers. Could you like, could you imagine... And I don't want to say so much even having to take a piss, but could you imagine the shit that would come after that? Oh. 24 beers and a piece of cheese and a piece of salami. <laughs> Dude, he takes his shoe off and he's using it as a cup holder. He's like, don't worry, I've done this plenty of times. If we get pulled over, we'll be fine. He's drinking this case of beer. Oh, man. Oh, wait. Dude, there. I'll tell you what's funny about Necro. He was the, you, you would look at him and you would think, and this is not a knock because Necro's a hell of a nice guy, but he looked like the average everyday street bum. Yeah. Nothing mean towards him. Mm-hmm. But intelligent as fuck, though. Oh, so, so the style of wrestling he works does yeah. not match the the IQ no. and personality and not how intelligent all. he is. He's, no. he's a, like an incredibly smart dude. Yeah. Huge fan of baseball, like obsessively invested yeah. and, in like minor league in baseball. In this area, too. He was a big fan of what? Uh, the Scrappers, scrappers yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, he's a super cool dude. Like, if you if you ever had the opportunity, like, even, like, now, if you see him out somewhere and have a chance to sit down and talk with him, he's cleaned up. He's got a real cool look with the, the mustache, too, now. Oh, okay. I don't know if yeah, you've I seen him. Seen him for, so it's a small... God, it's probably been, like, five years since I've seen him. Yeah, no, he's still around. I mean, I haven't seen him lately, but he's on Facebook, so... If you see him, man, sit down and talk to him. The dude can for tell sure. you a ton about psychology. You'd and, be really surprised. And me and Chad have talked about, like, you know, talking with Justin Credible, and, and like I said, I, you don't judge a book by its cover, but you heard the things about, you know, his past. Mm-hmm. But one of the nicest people you'd ever meet. Sure. Same thing with Necro. You mm-hmm. know, you look at him, you think, uh, but talk to him. Right. Don't, don't and, and we'll give you advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and don't be afraid to take it from him. Because, again, you may see the style of wrestling he does and think that, uh, don't let that fool you. The guy can actually work. Credible was on one of those first shows I ever did after I met you. Um, okay. When it was when the promoter, Joe Rogers, ran out on Balls oh, Mahoney. Yeah, yeah, that story. Oh, oh boy. Man. And someone took, was it Tony took him to, to. Drove him to his house. Yeah. 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 And Balls like knocked down the fucking door and everything. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to yeah. burn down his house and oh, rape his man. cat. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So um, Chronica used wow. to have the original, like the raw footage of that. They got taken down off of YouTube. Oh, there was um, video of that? Oh, there was video oh, of it. Shit. I think for, uh, for legal reasons, that was. Was wow. taken down. Ouch. Yeah, that was that was my introduction to independent wrestling. Yeah, welcome to wrestling. Huh? <laughs> my introduction to wrestling was uh, we did a show in Sistersville, West Virginia. 
Couldn't tell you where that is now. <laughs> it may not even be a place. I don't know, but that's where we were. And my introduction to wrestling that night was Preston still took the group of us to a strip club. And it was, hey, welcome to wrestling. Now, I was 18 at the time. <laughs> Should not have been in said strip club. A dude that was with us, uh, Wild Man Chris was his gimmick at the time. And he was 23, shit, 24. He got carded and I didn't. <laughs> I left that place with a pair of panties on my head and a smile on my face. So it was a good time. That was a hell of a welcome to wrestling. Um, yeah, probably better than, uh, no, I'd say that comparing to the Balls of Honey story is pretty fucking funny too, though. So yeah, no, either way. He walks in the room and like, I've obviously never met this dude before anyone yeah. else. Like he shows up, as soon as he walks in the room, he's like, who's got the drugs? I'm like, this is real life. This is wow. really how I mean, you, you hear those stories about mm -hmm. the guys back in the day that would, you know, obviously uh, a person like, and again, I'm not judging, but like Greg Valentine, you know he's done some hard shit in his life. Uh, the older Greg gets, the more he looks like an old woman. Oh, and those knees, though. Man, <laughs> dude, <laughs> let me let me give you one valuable bit of uh, advice to any worker. If you're starting out, please wear knee pads. It's if not... It's too late for poor Greg Valentine. Those knees are going to look like mushed up mashed potatoes and just dirt. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you now, man, get knee pads. If not, it's going to be rough on you. It's just going to be rough, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Um, those are some good stories, though, man. I, I forgot about the Jake Snake and Jake oh, story. Oh, man. I'll oh, never man. forget about that. I was, that so, was so terrified. Funny. You kept talking. You kept telling him I was talking shit. I thought he was going to whoop my ass. Oh, man. Like you said, everybody has a story, though. Oh, yeah. Everybody has a story. I, I watched him do something similar to that to Eric Ryan one time. Uh, I, I want to say Eric was a heel on the show, and, and I could be wrong about this, but I think he went out as a heel... And I think he made JT's daughter cry. His, his little daughter. Oh, yeah. And, man, Eric came downstairs, and JT grabbed him up and put his ass up against the wall and said, you motherfucker, you made my daughter. What the fuck did you do, son of a bitch? And we all stopped, and we're like... <laughs> Dead silence. Nobody tried to stop it, because we knew don't fuck with JT, dude. Don't right. fuck with him. Eric's about to shit himself. He's up against the fucking wall, and JT starts laughing. He goes, I'm just fucking with you, bro. <laughs> dude, and his face was just like... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Like, oh, it was priceless, man. So, you know, JT was notorious for fucking with people. Oh, yeah. But he was good at it. He was. He really made you, you think. Couldn't, he, he wouldn't break until no. he, like, wanted you no. to know he was done fucking exactly. with you. Exactly. That's the kind of person JT was, man. Like, again, I miss the hell out of JT. Locker rooms are not the same without JT. They are. They really are, no. man. He was just a fun person to have around. For, for that reason alone. Yeah. The fact that seeing him fuck with people. And if you were the one getting fucked with, it wasn't fun at first. <laughs> but, but it was funny It makes a good after. story to share. Yeah, yeah exactly, man. Um, yeah, and that's the thing, man. Like, I think most of all, doing this whole like podcasting, doing the uh, funny stories have been great, and then getting to talk to other people and share mm -hmm. their stories too. Right, and it's stuff that we've kind of shared together and shit. Uh, and I have one, and I hope you won't be mad at me for talking about it. <laughs> but so we're out in Barberton one night, <laughs> and I think we stopped at rallies, right? Yeah, or, or something. Or it might have been Arby's at that time. Oh no, this uh, this story, <laughs> this was Arby's. This yeah, this is yeah. Arby's. Okay, go ahead. So so Steve's driving. Uh, that's and PJ's in the back seat with you, right? Yeah. So I'm up front with Steve, and, and Steve decides now, he sees the lights about to turn, and he stops, but he goes just a little bit over the white line. And as he did it, a cop passed. And we knew, you're gonna get, they're going to get you, man, because yeah. Barberton was shitty like that. Mm -hmm. So Steve, you know, next thing you know, boom, here comes the cop. Steve goes, fuck. Cop comes up. At, you know, he goes, do you know why I stopped here? And Steve, and Steve, Steve, Steve being Steve. Uh, the asshole that he is. Right. Couldn't help himself. Right. He goes... 
He goes, no, I don't. He goes, well, you went over the, you know, the white line. He goes, no, I didn't. Fucking look. And I'm like, oh, we're all going to jail tonight. So the, the cops, cops like, like, I need everybody's ID. Not yours. Right. I need yeah. everybody's ID. Everybody in the car. So we all hand him the ID. He goes back and does his thing. And Steve, we're like, Steve, how are you going to be smart with the dude, man? Like, come on, man. So he comes up to the car and he immediately says, who's William Rose? <laughs> And Steve, without any hesitation, didn't take a breath. Didn't no, think, or he goes more. right there in the back and just threw Bill under the bus the, like a motherfucker. The cop, he's like, I can see I'm holding his ID. It has a picture. Like, couldn't just let it go. Now I'm not gonna throw your business out there because I don't like to do that kind no, of stuff. No, go ahead. But, it's no, over no, and no. done with. But long story short, Bill had some issues here in town or whatever. I had a warrant and, out for my arrest. See, I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. It's bad enough the poor guy had. Jake the Snake's venom juice on his fucking back. But no, okay, so now he had to warrant out for his rest. Long story short, the cop was like, listen, go home, take care of your shit. I don't feel like writing this stuff up. You don't be a smart ass next time. I'm going to give you a warning. Get the fuck out of here. And that was, Steve was just like, yes, officer. And then Steve was nice. Because <laughs> he threw Bill under the bus. PJ's in the backseat trying not to laugh because Steve, again, with no hesitation, was like, right there in the back. Yeah. William Rose right there. <laughs> He get, Steve drew a fucking sketch of Bill. He's like, here he is, man. I drew a sketch for you. Um, here's his home address, his phone number. Like, Steve wasn't playing. He threw his ass under the bus completely and backed over him again with the bus. Like, he came back. Man, that was a good time, man. I'm, just, I'm shocked he didn't get a ticket. I'm shocked I didn't oh, go to jail. Seriously. Yeah, I am I, extremely shocked he didn't get a ticket. Just for the sheer fact that he was an asshole. Zeus right. cop gave him the car. Well, he did the same thing in Austin Town one day, and he did get a ticket. That's true. Yeah. No, you think about it, though, it was late. That cop was probably like, I'm almost about to get off. I'm right. just like doing this paperwork. That's a lot of paperwork. Right. i got to drive your I'm gonna ass. Drive, I'm going to arrest all four of these motherfuckers <laughs> just because you're a smart ass and he's got a warrant. And I was like, fuck it, we're all going to jail that night. Man, good times, man. I, I tell you. And I said it with Cage, like, no matter how long you've been in the business, whether it be a year, whether it be 20 plus years, you're going to see some shit. Oh, you'll It's going to make you laugh. Shit. There's going to, like you said, there's going to be stuff that you're going to be able to tell stories about. Shit that I even forgot. Again, the story with JT and you and Jake the Snake, I forgot about that. Mm. I completely forgot about that. But yeah, man, that's the fun part about the business. Um, we've talked about the negative part of it too, which is sad. And like, like I just said with Cage, that uh, a lot of people forget that it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. And that's why we're talking about these things because they were fun to us they were funny to us well half the time um, you shared a lot of road stories like the trip to the show was as fun as the show itself when yeah. you're, like when you're out of town yeah. like the the long road trips i mean yeah the, the like the travel can be grueling but right i mean it's you make you make what you can out of it you know? right you're and, with and, your friends yep and depending on who you're with you have some good times mm-hmm. you really do man um just man some of the shit we've done just like you said road trips man the stories pop in your head just, yeah oh man That'll be one we'll have to cover on on another time because uh, there's quite a few. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've got some stories, man. So, again, um, I'm hoping to catch a few more people and uh, finish up some more stories. Uh, glad you came on with us, though. Got to get you back I'm on here. the tag rebel. We'll see who's next. Yes. Uh, so, we'll be back. All right. We're back again. And we have another new guest. And Bill Rose is still with us. But we're here with Resnick. Russ, whatever you want to call him. Um, <laughs> we're talking funny stories, but while Bill Rose is still in the room, they brought up a, a good one that uh, I think they're going to collectively tell. So have at it, guys. Uh, my memory of this is a little bit fuzzy, um, but I do recall when he when he uh, brought when he when he just brought it up to me. Yeah, Russ also has an "I almost got Bill Rose arrested" story. So <laughs> Bill's uh, been arrested a lot, a lot on this podcast so far. <laughs> it's twice now. <laughs> 
So uh, I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but we were on our way back from a show in Pittsburgh, and uh, as usually happened when I was on my way back from Pittsburgh, I was probably on autopilot mode because it was probably two o'clock in the morning, and uh, you got yeah. your piece of shit Cavalier. Oh, night. my piece of shit yeah. Cavalier. Yeah, that was fun. Was that one of the was was that when it was still doing the uh, the transmission problems? No, it had the exhaust leak at the time. Oh, the exhaust leak. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so he had was, a laundry list of shit because he was like, absolutely. oh yeah, that one. Okay. Absolutely. It had a gas leak. A, <laughs> A, a fucking truck like, you can smoke in my car, but you probably don't want to smoke uh, in my car. I just want to say that somehow Russ got to shows alive. Just yeah, to, I did. He, he got there. 100%. I've ne and I've never actually gotten into an accident on the way to the show, which is, is amazing to me. Anyways, so I, I don't know if what happened. I think I was uh, in and out of a lane or something, and I got pulled over. And Bill, Bill, uh, as, we're, as we're being pulled over, as I'm pulling over to the side of the road, he goes, Russ. I go, what? He goes, dude, I got a warrant. He sounded mad as fuck, dude. He said, Russ, what? <laughs> he knew some shit was going to be bad, and right? I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, sure enough, he asked for his he asked for his ID, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, God, I just got Bill Rose arrested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Well, at least on. you didn't throw him under the bus like Steve did. I right? mean, like, shit. I'm like, oh, come on now. And, 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 and I believe he brought up the fact that he you did. had a He's warrant. Like, He's like, warrant. look, you're... You're way too far out of, out of my jurisdiction. It's just too yep. much of a mess. I'm was just going to let you go. Was this story? Oh, this is after. This is so wait, that's twice now that Bill got he got let go because it, we just talked yeah. about it. It happened with us in Barberton. Dude said the same thing. He's like, go home, take care of your shit. Yeah, basically. I don't feel like doing this paperwork. Basically, that's yeah. what it was. Wow. Dude was like, I don't want to deal with you, it. Man. Yeah, well, it don't always work out that way. Was, yeah, <laughs> right. With, I was going to say, was were you with uh, were you with us the night that uh, that uh, we thought Justin was going to get arrested because he was arguing with the cop? Was that was you with us? Oh, that so night? basically, you guys had your own version of Steve then. Because yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. We thought we were all going down too, man. We we just talked about it. The cop walked into the car, and Steve started out with an attitude. We're like, we're all going to jail. All four of us, we're all going to jail. PJ's in the back, like, I didn't do shit. Like, what the fuck, man? We're all going. We're all getting locked up tonight. Oh yeah, no, J JC Slick, man. He just he, oh, he's got a mouth. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And it was like it was like uh, I forget what it was. He said something about the speed limit, and Justin said. And he said, Justin said something like this, uh, the sign, I, I didn't read the sign, and this officer says, uh, well, the speed limit signs are the same in Ohio and Pennsylvania, and Justin just uh, clapped back with something, and it was just, I was Can like, I oh, Can I just reiterate, God. when he said Justin, I wasn't sure who he was talking about, so. Slick. Uh, well, now I know. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Steve, I didn't mean to compare you to Justin. <laughs> Jason Slick. Sorry, buddy. Sorry about that. If you listen to this, my bad. Um, we, went to the, we went to the same school, right? Sorry. Well, yeah, we all went to the same school. We threw him out the window a couple of times. And I, I think oh, I stole one of his old wrestling magazines that he's still mad about to this day. He holds a grudge. Still, oh, dude. He's like the fucking, uh, the grudge, like the, the movie, mm -hmm. that's that's him with that right. book. He's like, motherfucker, like, I'm going to start growling and just come out <laughs> you in your bed and shit. Like, I want my book. Dude ain't playing, dude. Um, all right, so we collectively talked about that story. Russ, give us something that you've, you've been around the business how long now? Uh 14 years now. So see, like now we, we've talked about, we, I've asked everybody that's been with us so far today how long they've been around. So in 14 years, I know you've seen some funny shit. The funny part is, is most of the funny stories that I've seen are people telling me other stories. Like that's the, all right. like, you know, cause like my favorite, my favorite thing to do, especially when I'm in a, a room full of people that I know have worked like other places with, with names and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. So I always ask somebody if they have a new Jack story. Hmm. I have a new Jack story. Oh, and, uh, but you know what? It's not what you would think. It's not really funny. Yeah. I was at a Cleveland All-Pro show. I'll sum it up quick, but I was at a Cleveland All-Pro show. New Jack was on the show. We were out selling gimmicks. So I'm at the end of the table. New Jack's, uh, we'll say, two seats over. All right? So he gets up, and I think he's going to like come past where I'm at. So I stand up to get out of his way. Next thing I know, a dude puts his arm around me and like 
grabs me snug as shit and I'm like, New Jack's gonna kill me. <laughs> this is where I die. This is, I'm gonna die at Turner's home at Cleveland Opera. And he looks at me and he goes, hey, motherfucker. And I'm like, yep, I'm dead. <laughs> and he's like, I just want you to know, man, I watched your match. He's like, you, you keep doing this shit, man. You keep doing it. I just wanted to tell you that, motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. And he's still got my neck. Like, I think he's about to snap my fucking <laughs> he's like neck, about right? to kill you like Gypsy Joe. <laughs> he walks away, goes, Joe, sits ass. back down at the table. Two minutes later, he tosses me one of his DVDs, which I still have. And he goes, you keep that, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I... I I survived New Jack. Like yeah. I made it. Like I fucking made it, dude. Like, but no, it's not as funny as it yeah. is. But just my reaction was like, he's gonna fucking kill me. <laughs> this is where I die. The the one New Jack story that I I didn't personally witness, but I was there when it happened was uh, it was an NWL John Rambo. You knew John Rambo. Yeah, I've heard the yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he ran he ran a shit ton of shows down in the mm-hmm. Maryland, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, all in that area there. Yeah. And he would he came up and he did shows in Beaver Falls, which is close to where I used to live. I was okay. living over in Rochester. And uh, me and Apollyon, Kevin, uh, whatever, uh, Destin Vane, we used to go down there and work for his shows down there. We got the hookup through Nikita Alanov, okay. one of the one of the guys who trained me. Yep. And um, he came up to the Beaver Falls shows, and he I was like, a, I have a, to do a this. textbook suplex one time and dropped me on my neck. <clears throat> I just wanted a textbook suplex, dropped me on my neck. Just want to throw that ne- out there. Neck, neck. Anyways. Neck, 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 break, neck break suplex. <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Te- textbook. So, um... Uh, Anyway, so we're in the locker room, and New Jack is there. New Jack's on. I don't, I don't know if he did the show, but he, him and John Rambo were boys, so he would oh, travel sure. with him and stuff like that. Out. He was some, hey, like well, hey, it's like Zoltan and Virgil. Right, right, right. <laughs> but anyway, you said his name. You so show up today. New oh, Jack, fuck. New Jack was sitting down there by the by the entrance to one of the steps. I walk down, hello, you know, whatever. I'm shaking hands. Kevin goes up to him later to shake his hand. Yo, hey, man, what's up, brother? How you doing? Oh, what's going on? And, I, and Kevin was just like. New Jack's like my best fucking friend now all of a sudden. <laughs> and I, again, it's just a small story, but it's like, here's New right. Jack, who you're so used to seeing like fucking yeah. cold to everybody. Yeah. And he's like fucking like throwing up gang signs to Kevin. It was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> Kevin knew him. He was like, no, I got you later, man. Like, no, we're going to take that motherfucker <laughs> out. We got it. We're good. We're good. <laughs> we got it. We got it, bro. We got it. <laughs> I mean, um, my, my favorite New Jack story has actually come from Cato. Of, 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 oh, of yeah. But that's because that's because. New Jack lived out near Cato, oh, so okay. they were. He used to do a lot of the KCW shows oh, okay, out yeah, in Altoona yeah. all the time. But uh, there's the one where him and it's New Jack, Cato, and um, one of the dudes that wore the leather pants. I don't remember which one. I know you don't. You probably <laughs> said, don't know who the fuck I'm minute. talking about. When we're talking indie wrestling. You said leather pants. That is everybody. Like that was well, everybody back in the day. Especially back in 2004 yeah. when I hey, first everybody started. Everybody wore leather pants. But uh, um, oh, oh god, I think I know you're talking about. Extreme was their name or some shit like that. I don't know. They split off and one dude was Calvin something or other. He took his name and he kept it and he added Calvin to it. And the other dude played the dumb is uh, dumb but tough gimmick is what he played. Actually, sounds Anyways, really familiar, but I can't I can't place the I, name. I think their name was Extreme. They were attacked. They were both hmm. big dudes, like good looking dudes. They're just I I don't know. They just stopped working. But anyways, so he's telling this story of New Jack, him, and Cato, and they're all playing Madden. Oh boy. And New Jack's house, right? That's and, a terrible idea. Right. They're playing they're playing Madden at New Jack's house, and New Jack gets really into this shit. Oh boy. He said one time he or he said he said uh Calvin fucking scored a touchdown on him and New Jack took the controller and chucked it and like was this close to busting his now remember at the time, you know, in the early two thousands, flat screen TVs were expensive. Oh yeah. And New Jack he, fucking chuck this thing across the TV and probably make you buy him a new right. one. Probably. Look, look what you did, motherfucker. So and then and then there's and then the 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 segue that's the segue though cuz the the real funny part comes from uh 
Calvin and, and, and Cato live out in Altoona out in the country somewhere. All right. So if they got to go to the bathroom, they'd squat on their porch and piss off the porch. Well, I mean, you know, that's customary. Right. <laughs> apparently, go, that was, apparently that was a thing. I don't know. I, I've never lived in a place like that. Uh, but uh, so Calvin does this at New Jack's house. Oh, boy. And New Jack oh, boy, is boy. like, is that motherfucker pissing off my back? <laughs> motherfucker, I got neighbors. And and Cato's like, Calvin, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And he's, he, you know, he didn't think nothing of it. And apparently, uh, the way Cato tells the story is, New Jack goes into his bedroom, and Cato was like, "We're getting the fuck out of here." Oh boy! <laughs> so I mean, you can only imagine what he went there to get. You know? <laughs> right? right. And then there's the story where uh, Cato tells, or where, where New Jack tells the music guy at uh, KCW, "You play my motherfucking music the whole motherfucking time I'm out there, or I'm gonna come back here and fucking stab you." Oh. And he cuts the fucking music in the oh, middle of New Jack's no. match. Oh, so, so did he stab the guy? No, he he looked like he was going to, but Cato had to like Cato was like, dude, come on, you can't do that shit. <laughs> Please don't kill my music. I have the, I have the rest of the show to do, you know. Um, but yeah, before we run out of time, I'm not going to talk about the, the one that me and you experienced together it was uh, CWE, which was a treat in its own. Um, oh, yeah. and we're talking how many years ago now? Like, had to be close to ten. Yeah, it was my god, has it really ago. been ten years it's for been, real? Yeah, probably Fuck, about ten dude, years. We've been, been around around pretty damn long, man. Um, yeah. So we're working this show uh, at CWE, and me and Russ are working each other, and uh, we decided we're going to brawl outside a little bit. Was so this the Jewish Center? Or was this after they moved? Yeah, to it was, the no, thing? it was the Jewish Center. Yeah, it was the Jewish right. Center yep. match because we did okay. like I think two matches or two shows there. I worked Fontaine at one of the. No, we did three shows there. We I did worked three, Fontaine because yeah. I, I did the one I, uh, where I wrestled the the Kraken, not Kraken, whatever. <laughs> Hydra. Hydra. I worked, yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked him, and then I did yep. I, I did the I did the spot with uh, Allen and uh, Facade. That's right. Yep. Uh, the first so, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So we're doing our match. We we brought to the outside, and, and referee, I'm gonna just throw his name out there, Tom Dunn. Uh, you know, he starts counting. Now, if you, if you're a wrestling fan, if you're a worker, then you know that a referee will give you one. Let's go get it back in the ring, guys. Let's go. Two. There's that. You can be out there for five minutes, man. As long as that referee gives you that that talk in between. Right. Sometimes they'll come out of the ring and tell you, "Let's go. I need you guys to get back in." Right, right. And they'll restart their count. Yeah, you restart the count. Right. The keyword. Key words, key phrase, you restart the count. Tom Dunn did this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, me and Russ here, eight, and we start to roll back in. I roll Russ in. I slide in Tom Dunn, as serious as can be, goes, what the fuck? I almost counted you guys out. And I looked at him with the most serious face, and I said, then slow the fuck down. And I look at Russ, and he's on the mat fucking laughing. And Tom looked like he wanted to punch me in the fucking face. But, but, but a lot of he had his face. But, dude, he was ready uh, to go. You know, and nothing against Tom. I'm just saying uh, we did a show uh, for Preston and IWA. Long story short, we're supposed to work demolition. Uh, it ended up being Axe and Blast. Go ahead and ask me who Blast is. I didn't fucking know either because it wasn't Milwaukee so, so, Mauler, no, bro. It was no. I say I didn't know at the time. Though, until oh, I got you didn't there. know that? No, was? I, no, okay. I had no idea. I no idea because it was supposed to be yeah, Smash. We're demolition. So here I am. Matt Galchick's my partner, Max Alexander, and that was a whole another story that we'll get into another time when we have more time. But we're in the ring, and you know, you want to hear, here comes the axe, and here comes the, the smasher. You know, you want to hear the old song, right? They came out to Thunderstruck. I was like, well, that's some shit. <laughs> I was already mad. I'm like, damn it, we got blast and, and no smash, and now they don't even come out to the fucking music. Like, I'm bummed, right? So uh, we did a spot, and me and Matt rolled out to Tina, and we're, you know, regrouping, and there's Tom Dunn. One, two, three, four, five, six. Axe walks over, smacks the shit out of him in the shoulder, and goes, bam! Don't count him out, ref. And we fucking were in this huddle cracking up, dude. Like, you don't tell anyone to say shit to him because he get his ass kicked. But it was just funny, dude. Like, that's something I always remember with Russ was just the fact that, like, the look on Russ's face. 
when I said that to him, I was like, then slow the fuck down. <laughs> and Rush just started laughing, dude. But yeah, man, uh, again, we're going to have to do this again because obviously we're oh, running out of time. Funny stories. So we're going to have to, maybe we'll make a part two to this. If yeah. we have more time during the show, we'll get some more people on and we'll uh, make a part two because I've, or actually this would be like, part well, four. this would be part two of this version, but right. me and Kurt have already done two. But uh, yeah, we're definitely going to do this again. Thanks to Russ for coming on, yep. Bill for coming back with us, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. I just, it's fun.